Hello and welcome to Ask Matron. My name is Robin Barker. I am a mental health nurse and I consult computer modeling when looking for advice on predicting the demands of the health service in the future. And I'm joined by my colleague who, as we speak, is reading the tea leaves at the bottom of her (laughs) mug. The fabulous and mystical Chris Kerr. Good evening. I'm Chris Kerr and I'm an emergency nurse, amongst other things. And a bit of a mystic Meg. Not with tea leaves. I don't really like tea. Oh, that's unfortunate. I'm a coffee woman. This week's episode is all about the future. Thank you for joining us on episode 12, the finale, the season finale of season one of Ask Matron. Oh, it's quite sad. And exciting. (laughs) (laughs) It'll all soon be over. (laughs) On this week's episode of Ask Matron, we'll be talking about the future. But before we get to that, let's stay firmly in the present and remind you that you can get in touch with us at Ask Matron on Twitter, which will be available now, in the past, in the future, or... You can email me at askmatronpodcast at gmail.com. And Chris is actively checking the email address every day, first thing. Well, maybe not quite first thing. I need to make a cup of tea first. There we go. And have her cereal, as you well know. (laughs) My porridge. (laughs) Nothing happens before then. We are an information and entertainment podcast and not for instruction. Can I start today? Seeing as it's the last episode, am I allowed to start this time? Can I get a word in edgeways first? (laughs) Please. Please. So I've got an email from Cassie. He says, I'm worried when I finish my tutor group goes away and I'll be left alone on the ward as an actual nurse. Oh, Cassie, you're never alone. But it is hard though, isn't it? You're surrounded by these people for three years and then the next thing you know, you're out in the big wide world as a qualified nurse and they're not around as much anymore. I think that is very true and it's a really good point that I won't make light of because actually I remember feeling so many of the same things. I had such a good and supportive group of nurses that I trained with that I still stay in touch with, that I speak to some of them regularly. And it was quite scary when they went. It's almost like a bereavement. There was definitely a huge sense of loss. Yeah. We might not have as much in common, except that we were able to sort of text and call each other and freak out about the fact that we were now qualified nurses. And everyone expects me to know everything. And I think that can be really useful in helping to manage your worries about the future because they're not going to go away, although they won't be there. Yeah, that's very true. The friends that you make are the friends that you make for life, aren't they? And you'll go through your career in different areas and different places and you'll form professional relationships, but they won't necessarily be on the same level as your nursing student colleagues were and it will be really nice to have that core that's still there so try and hang on to that i think one thing that's great about modern technology is this ability to be able to keep you linked up with people absolutely some people aren't great at that just keep pushing them i constantly ask people to update me your email you know let's keep in touch what's your latest number because well, I want to recruit most of the people I trained with to eventually come and work with me. And, you know, it's not like when I trained where you didn't, I didn't even have a mobile phone. So the ability to keep in contact with people was much more difficult. Whereas now it is really easy, sometimes too easy. Maybe that's what it is, Robin. Maybe they're actually changing their email account so you stop stalking <laughs> them. <laughs> wow. Please, please. <laughs> 
getting my own back on the last episode. This is a turn up for the books, this is. I'm not sure I like He's this. speechless. <laughs> this future version of Chris. Let's go back to the old one. So staying on the theme of the future, we picked up some great comments on Twitter. And Jerry on Twitter writes, As a student nurse, you're the future of the nurse profession. Question everything and formulate informed opinions. Oh, I think that's a great quote. I think that's absolutely brilliant because it's so true. And without that, then where is the nursing profession going to go? I agree. I think that that is something that I've seen lost by some nurses after they've been worn down by the demands of the role. Yeah, I think it's a bit like as a student, you almost have this cloak around you that's almost protective to say you can ask and question everything because we expect that of you. But as soon as you become a staff nurse, that cloak's removed and no, actually, why, why are you challenging us? And it becomes a very different role sometimes. And I hope that people don't stop doing that because I want to be surrounded as a registered nurse with people that challenge me. Absolutely. And allow me to challenge them. Yep. That for me is a sign of a great leader when I think about the people that I follow or that I work under if they are able to be challenged by anybody because otherwise it becomes stagnant doesn't it exactly everything stays the same because that's the way that we've always done it no one steps up to the mark because they are afraid of that and and if that is the case then maybe that's not the right place for you to be working and there's so much opportunity out there and so much good stuff going on that you know you should aim to be a part of that I really enjoyed David on an email who wrote to us and said, I read an article entitled, Your Next Nurse Might Be a Robot. Discuss. Wow. Flipping egg. That's a minefield, isn't it? I found the link. There's a number of these articles out there through different news sources talking about the future of technology and how it might affect nursing and care and talking about how nurses might be replaced with robots. I know that I sound like the dinosaur in the corner, thanks to my learned colleague. But actually, the technology that's coming is exciting. And the advances that that brings with it is amazing. You know, stuff that we do now, 10 years ago, just didn't exist. But you can't build compassion into a robot. You can't build caring into a robot. Are you sure, Chris? I am quite sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a very good point. I think as well, what technology will be, enable us to do is a better job. Yes, I agree. It, more efficiently, hopefully, more compassionately, ideally, and using technology to increase people's dignity, to increase people's life chances and to improve people's lives. Absolutely. And it's something you, you can't hold it back. It's not an option. It's something that's developing all the time. And it's a bit like the nursing profession. That needs to develop all the time in order to continue to take pace with that. Otherwise, what we can deliver is going to be second rate and not as good as, as it could be. We all need to be thinking about what upgrades we're going to be doing. <laughs> yeah? You see where I did that? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so Susan on Twitter writes, what would we do if technology failed? Would we still be able to nurse as well if it did fail? Well, I'm going to answer that first. Because I think we can in certain circumstances. But for technology to fail would mean that the things that we rely on all the time wouldn't be there anymore. So our assessment skills that we use, we use our eyes, our ears, our hands, 
all of those kind of things, which is absolutely paramount. But there is technology available that will help us to do that job better. It's an interesting question for me to think about answering because actually most of my job is talking to people, Mm -hmm. which involves very little technology. And so much of the additional work that is part of my job now is technology-based. So writing up clinical notes, sending letters. Yeah, see, I'm old enough to remember that that didn't happen before. I do remember paper <laughs> notes. Okay, don't look at me. I, I used to write paper notes quite happily. I've got excellent handwriting that's deteriorated rapidly with the introduction of and online clinical check. records. Spell check is a gift from the nursing heavens, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but on a practical basis, actually, it really irritates me when people don't take a pulse that something that basic that you use your fingers to do because it gives you so much more information than sticking on a SATS probe. The same with electronically reading a blood pressure. Mm. And those kind of things, I think we we rely on too much. I agree. Don't be that nurse. For me, that's the thing that makes me sad mm. with technology is that we... E-skill people. Absolutely. Completely and utterly when it comes to assessing we have managed to remove a whole load of things just by using technology. Don't practice those skills. Keep them up because they are really important because you're exactly right. What if you had a power cut? You could still deliver a lot of care Yes. that would be extremely beneficial to patients Yes. without anything other than what you operated manually. I agree. And that's a very firm note to end the last episode of Ask Matron. And I know a lot of you are thinking, well, what about the future for this podcast? And it is a good question. We're not doing any more. (laughs) (laughs) And Chris has certainly voiced her opinion. No, I've loved doing it, really. And you make good tea. What we are really hoping is that all of you will spread the word about Ask Matron. It's a bit like that. You know, if you had a good experience of this, please share with your friends. There we go. (laughs) It's our virtual podcast way of saying that we've really appreciated having you along for this journey for season one. And we look forward to welcoming you back. Thank you so much for listening to us rambling on. It has been so much fun. (laughs) Good night. Good night. So I've got a Twitter here. <laughs> You've got a Twitter. You've got From a tw- season. Well, You've that's got what Twitter you told here. me. Do you mean a tweet? Oh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was something like that. Bird related. <laughs>